on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On A Break podcast. We are on the one with Ross's wedding, part two, season four, episode 24. Fucking Jesus. I'm so over his wedding just because it's the longest title. <laughs> I can't believe we're on the last episode of season four. It's been quite a journey. It really has. And whenever I like see the beginning of season four, like the episode where they're at the beach, and then I think about where we are now, there was so much that happened and like so much character development as well. Yeah, a lot happens in this season. We went from mm-hmm. the cat episode to now. Yeah, it's a lot. It's 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 a lot, but it's good. And we're getting into season five next. Ah. And we're both just so excited about it. We're Katie and Chloe, by the way. We're your gal pals who Hello. like to talk about friends. Also, this is one of my all-time favorite episodes of Friends. So I'm literally so pumped. I got into this. a bit... Oh, excuse me? I got into a bit of um, a... Not argument, just like a little bit of a disagreement with my sister about Emily because she was like, Emily is such a bitch. And I'm like, is she? Like, yes. (laughs) The show makes us hate her because we're supposed to be on Rachel's side. And they do a very good job of that because the overall consensus when we watch it is, wow, she's such a bitch. She's not. Uh, She isn't. All of the stuff. I don't think so either. Like, if, if I put myself in Emily's shoes... And I knew, I I didn't know, I wasn't biased because of Rachel. I would have done all of the same stuff. Because not only did he say the wrong name at the wedding, which really honestly isn't the issue. The issue is Rachel. If I, Emily, found out that your friend that you've been hanging out with the entire time that we've been together is in love with you, and you said her name, we we have a problem. Amy said... Get over it. <laughs> like, if, like, Emily should just get over it. No! <laughs> what do you mean, get over it? I don't know. Disagree. And I know that this is the, like, overall consensus of everybody. But, like, Emily didn't do anything wrong. She's just not Rachel. <laughs> this is a pro-Emily podcast, you guys. I agree with you 100%. Like, what was Emily supposed to do? Just be like, all right, well, I'll be here if you need anything. You guys talk it out. Like, in front of her whole family and friends? That's crazy. No, absolutely insane. Also, I don't think she's been a bitch up until, like, season five. Like, in season four, I don't, I can't think of an instance. I guess the first episode, she's, like, in a bad mood. But other than that, she's perfectly pleasant. What she, like, and she's not even, a like, a bitch. She's, she's hurt. The guy yeah. that she loves just said the wrong fucking name. We're talking about shit that's in the next episode, but still. I, I just, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into it. A lot happens. We have a lot of guest stars. Mm-hmm. The second part of this episode aired directly after the first on May 7th, 1998. This half was directed by Kevin S. Bright and written by Scott Silvery and Shanna Goldberg-Meehan. We have so many guest stars, and mm-hmm. I'll just go over them as they appear. Okay, um, great. I was like, I don't know that we should give them a list right now. I'm going to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but 
something that I did want to say because yes. I think that it's relevant to this opening scene. Mm-hmm. We have Phoebe. She's trying to save the re- the wedding. Um, she's trying to warn people that Rachel's on her way. Um, we talked last week about how Lisa Kudrow was like the only cast member who couldn't go to London. She had mm-hmm. to just like film all of her scenes like on the Warner Brothers lot. She was too pregnant to go. And mm-hmm. I found out that she won her Emmy for this episode for Best Supporting Actress. That's so cool. It's like you didn't get to go to London, but you do get to win an Emmy. So consolation, okay. I guess. I'm so sorry. I'm just a... I, she needs an Emmy for that? I was a little shocked, too. I was like, but she has so many good... Ep- I thought she would have won her Emmy for the episode where she gives birth to the triplets. Well, I don't like that episode. I never watched it. <laughs> but she has that nice little moment with them at the end where she's, like, rocking them. Like, she's such an incredible actor. And you're going to give her an episode <laughs> or an Emmy for an episode that she's hardly in. That she's on the phone for? She's sitting down. <laughs> I would love to win an award doing something where I'm sitting down the entire time. No offense. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's good acting. You, you're not moving. You're not doing a lot. So you know what? Give it to her. Give it to her. <laughs> she deserves it. The pregnant bitch. Now, she's calling around. She calls the Waltham house and she talks to the housekeeper. The housekeeper was played by June Whitfield. And we're going to meet Jennifer Saunders a little bit later in this episode, who plays Emily's mother. And the two of Mm. them were on a show together. So the two of them were on a show called Absolutely Fabulous. And June June Whitfield played Jennifer Saunders' mother on that show. So they've been together before. I'm going to Google that because I feel like I know what it is, but I need to see it. It's called Absolutely Fabulous. mm -hmm. I've heard good things about that show and I've never seen it, but... Maybe I will now. Also, love a good TV moment. I'm wondering what Phoebe's plan was. She's looking for Emily. What is she going to tell Emily? <laughs> that like Rachel's going <laughs> to tell her fiance that he's in love with she's in love with him? Like why is Emily the she, one you're speaking out? Because she can't she's been calling the hotel, I feel like, and no one's answering. So at this point she's like, I'm gonna tell Emily to tell one of the other people to call me back. Yeah. I think that would have been I don't think Rachel or I don't think Phoebe would have been like, Hey, Rachel's on her way, she's in love with her fiance. <laughs> just trying to let you know. Her. Just thought okay. I'd tell you girl to girl, honey. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd let you know by the by. Uh Rachel's on her way, babe. Just uh Get security. <laughs> I do love this whole exchange where she's imitating the, the British woman and she's just like, you're fucking well, rude I mean, and hangs up. <laughs> I mean, God damn it, though. I am calling somewhere and I ask for somebody and you're like, that's not the way. Fuck, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can ask anything I fucking want. We're not in the time. Like, if I'm like, hey, is Emily there? There is nothing rude about that. I don't need to be like, hey, my name's Katie. I live in California. And I was wondering if I could get in contact with Emily Wasa. Like, no. What the hell? What time at work? What in the world? <laughs> I got in trouble for answering the phone incorrectly. <laughs> I worked at Jamba Juice. And we were supposed to answer the phone. Jamba Juice in downtown Disney. This is Chloe speaking. How can I help you? <laughs> And one day my brain just like short circuited and I said, hello, this is Chloe. And 
<laughs> and the person on the phone was our district manager and everyone hated her. And oh, shit. so then like like she asked to speak to like someone else and then like the AGM or whatever and then the AGM talked to her. Yeah. And then after the call, the AGM was like, "Hey, like did you say anything weird on the phone?" <laughs> and I honestly didn't even think about it. I was like, "No." And she was like, yeah. "Oh, well, like the the manager is saying that like we need to train you again on like how to answer the phone and blah blah blah." And I was just like, "She's crazy." <laughs> Gaslighting yeah, like, them. No, she's crazy. Like I answered the phone how we always answer the phone, and they were like, "That's what I thought." She's such a bitch. Like they, were, they were like, <laughs> on my side. dude. So one time, I for some reason worked in meditation. I don't know. Don't but ask so me. Zen, I don't know. Katie. I am the most zen bitch. <laughs> so I worked at a place called Unplug. Mm-hmm. Then there's like two. There were two big places. In Los Angeles, there was Unplug and The Den. So I worked at Unplug, hated mm-hmm. it, and then I was like, I'm going to go to The Den because I hear such great things about the place there. I was trying to, like, get into a closer location to me, but I ended up at the location by La Brea. Um, first day, we're signing emails, and instead of putting The Den, I put their rival place Love Katie from Unplugged. <laughs> oh my god. I sent it to 30 fucking people. It was an entire fucking meditation class. So the owner literally runs downstairs and she's like, Katie, you put Unplug. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, in the email, you put the wrong business. And I was like, oh, you should fire me. That's terrible. I fucked up, but you should literally let me go. She was like, no, no, it's fine. Just do not do that again. And I was like, I will <laughs> definitely make sure that I do not do that again. I am so sorry. And did you do it again, Katie? <laughs> no, I never fucking did it again. <laughs> now the den is closed, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Poor pandemic took their asses out, but man. But how's Unplug doing? I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> Dude, I was <laughs> I was so bad at that job. I'd show up late, <laughs> like 20 minutes late. And there was a dress code of like all black. Mm-hmm. I was not wearing all black. I was wearing like all black and then a brown ass, big fuzzy ass jacket. <laughs> and she called me up and she was like, Katie, you're so late and you are not in dress code. And I was like, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. I am always late and I'm not in dress code. And she was like, yeah, you need to be wearing all black and I don't like that style of jacket. And I said, okay. And I ordered the exact jacket in black and wore it to work every day. The color, sure. The style, who gives a shit? Like, that's not on her. I just, listen, I'm good at my jobs, though. I just want to say that I was like 22 the time of no i wasn't 22 because it was like my last job before the pandemic but at the at 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 the den it was a better experience so i was a better person you know what i mean they gave you room to goodness they did give me room but honestly like if it's bad management i'm gonna have a bad attitude at unplug Five of us quit in one day and walked. That's how oh bad God. it was. So l- let me like let me just like lay that down there. That's why I was 20 <laughs> minutes late and not in dress code. 
there was no respect. So, yeah, but yeah, you know, just signing emails by the rival business. That. So you and I are killing it in the retail <laughs> world, so baby. Good at our jobs. <laughs> I'm so happy I sell weed now, dude. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just so happy that's what I do. I love it. <laughs> Me too. So I'm gonna take a hit now. Now we got to talk about this rehearsal dinner. This is like. The rehearsal dinner scenes are, like, my favorite scenes in this episode. I think they're so funny. Do you, question, do you feel like in these episodes that they're, like, super short and not as long as you remember and don't have as much meat in them? Because it happened to me again (laughs) with this episode. But I think it must be because I'm watching part one, two, and the one after all together all the time. That has to be it. Yeah, when you break them up, I kind of, I consider the three of those as a package. And when you break them up, I'm like, oh, like the first one dragged out. Like nothing fucking happens. It really did. This one, everything fucking happens. And then the next one is just like perfect. And I can't Mm -hmm. wait for it. It is such a good one. But I love this episode because you get all the new characters. I feel like maybe that's why it feels so short and fast. Because it's kind of just like, hey, new person to talk to, next scene. Hey, new person Mm -hmm. to talk to. Yeah. Very Um, true. I love this whole setup of they're at the rehearsal dinner, Jack and Judy Geller show up, and she's like, I insisted on riding the tube. (laughs) And he thinks she's talking about how they just Why are they so... Why are they so horny? Because then they start (laughs) making out later because he says something. And I literally put in my notes... Why are Ross's parents so fucking horny? Like, what is going it on? It is very cartoonish. Everyone at this wedding is absolutely horned up. <laughs> Everyone is trying to get I some, bro. I will say, like, these are some very cartoonish episodes. Like, Chandler was a dick for, like, absolutely no explained reason the last episode. <laughs> Joey is, like, just whining the whole time in this one. Yeah, making out with a bridesmaid in <laughs> random places. The are, like, making out at tables. Like, there is a lot going on. We're seeing a lot of new sides to these characters. <laughs> seeing a lot yeah. of horniness. <laughs> um, and we get to meet Emily's parents. So let's talk about them, because I think they're absolutely let's. wonderful. And they kind mm-hmm. of remind me of the British version of, like, Angelica's parents from the Rugrats. <laughs> really you know what i'm talking about <laughs> that really resonates like with me. i was obsessed yes dude i was literally obsessed with angelica's mom who was on the phone all the time mm-hmm. like this badass businesswoman loved her yeah. still love her to this day an icon um emily's mom is played by jennifer saunders she is a british comedian she wrote and starred in her own sitcom that we mentioned earlier absolutely fabulous mm-hmm. um but i think that us Americans best know her as the voice of the fairy godmother in Shrek 2. Absolute icon. <laughs> she even looks like she her a little bit. She does look like her. Like, the character design, <laughs> incredible. Yes! They literally made her a little bit like her, and it makes so much sense. Wait, is it her that sings the entire song yeah, in Shrek 2? Yeah, that's too? actually her singing. Like, was she the one? Like, yeah. she's... <laughs> Stop! Put it I in C minor. <laughs> You got the absolute wheezes coming out of me today with the laughter. Jesus. Now, for Emily's dad, guess who they wanted originally for the part? Who? Paul McCartney who? from the Beatles. They 
Okay, that makes sense for, like, like I could replace that man with Paul, mm-hmm. Ma- Paul McCartney, and that would make sense. That would be, like, the big, I, yeah. I feel like that would be the biggest guest star that they would have yeah. had had they that had him been on. So crazy! It, that would have been wild. What a but that's a that's a reach, <laughs> right? Like why why yeah, he would was he? Too busy. What? He was too busy to do it. He said no. Polite <laughs> politely declined. Damn. I guess he wrote them a very nice letter where he was like, "Thanks, but no thanks." <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. So, How instead, weird. We have Tom Conti, who is a Tony winner. A Laurence Olivier Award winner. Um, he's been on Broadway. He's been on the West End. He's a BAFTA nominee, an Academy Award nominee. This guy has done so many things, um, and I did not recognize him. He's out of he's out I of my realm. No one knew who he was. Mm. Now, do you think the running joke of Emily's parents trying to get them to pay for half of their new house is funny? Um, I think it's interesting i like that in i don't understand i like that in the background of literally every scene you see jack geller and the walthams fighting well because like what he's like price like what he's like trying to make them (laughs) pay they're having the reception at the walthams house and they're trying to make them pay for like a new wine cellar for like redoing the upstairs bathroom like sweetie i'm such a silly goose that I did not realize that the party is at their house. Oh. Duh, because the tours are in the mm. wine cellar. I love that they bring that back later. Okay, so it's less... Okay, from my perspective, there was no reception at anybody's house, and he was just trying to get him to pay for shit at the <laughs> house, which didn't make any sense. This makes mm-hmm. sense. Thank you, sweetie. I needed... It's like. You would think that since I've watched the show so much, I would have all of the info. Apparently, no, I don't. <laughs> well, it's like they Jesus. saw the opportunity. They were like, great, the Gellers offered to pay for half of the wedding. Let's redo the entire fucking house and use the wedding as an excuse and then charge them for that. I respect <laughs> it. Great idea, babes. Great idea. It gave idea. me big father of the bride uh, memories where they're like. I was watching a movie the other day and it was the father of the bride house and i literally screamed (laughs) and i was like it's the father of the bride house he was like i have no idea what that is it i couldn't tell you the title (laughs) okay i'll get it for you father of the bride it's like easily (laughs) in one of my top fives but i count the movies together part one and two see I could absolutely do not care about part one. I am all into part two. But that is because, and we've gone over this, when I was a child and I was obsessed with babies, I would watch a lot of movies where people Same. were pregnant. Look who's talking. This, so, you know, this movie. So I could give a fuck about the first one because I didn't watch it 100,000 times when I was a kid. So it's all about Father of the Bride Part 2. Watched it as an adult. Cried my eyes out. Won't be watching it for a little bit. It made me feel way too many things. And I was like, okay, we're going to put a pin in that one. But I do love If you love want, it. like, heartfelt family, mm. you go for Part 1. If you want, like, stupid, silly Martin Short, you go for part two. And, like, just, like, him, like, writing that check, like, 
$50,000. And he gives it to him. Like, I just, I have the whole, mm-hmm. I can watch it. I can just close my eyes and I can see it. And then I laid this pack brick by brick. It's so <laughs> fucking good. I, we're going to have oh to gosh, watch it so together shit. now. We got to add it to the list of stuff to do. I always think about his meltdown at the grocery store where he rips through the hot dog buns. <laughs> He's like, the people at the hot dog company got together with the hot dog bun company. And they decided to take it out on old George Banks. When it's like, just just save him. Maybe you'll have leftovers, George. It's okay. I also love when they find out that they're pregnant. And on the drive home, they have very different views mm-hmm. on the window of, like, what they're both dealing with. Like, because they're older and she got pregnant. So the wife is, like, looking out the window and it's all this wonderful stuff with children. And then George Banks is looking out the window and it's just an absolute nightmare. Or when he, he gets, <laughs> they drug him. <laughs> his face is on the window. Bye, George. See you next Thursday. <laughs> I can't quote. (laughs) Right. And that was the attitude. Hello. (laughs) I can't quote shit. Like, everybody can quote Mean Girls. No. Father of the Bride Part 2. I'm so glad we have this connection. I can't believe you started singing that. No one knows this movie as much as, like, I do and you do. And we are now one. And I love it. It's giving the the hand emoji sign. Love it. Love it. Um, God, so much happens at this freaking rehearsal dinner. Um... (laughs) I thought you were going to say so much happens on this podcast. (laughs) It's time for Chandler to make his best man speech and nobody laughs. Oof. It's not a great babe. And I love his, how shocked he's like, damn. Okay. Like he's like, they're not even going to give a, he does not take it well. He just starts yelling at them. He's like, come on people. Like that's not going to save it. He would not do well at stand-up comedy if that's his reaction. No, no, he wouldn't. Comedy. With those jokes too, I don't. I don't think he'd be doing very good. I find good. something so adorable about Joey's speech afterward, where he's like, "Okay, uh, Joey Tribbiani," because he misses. <laughs> and I love America. Like, sir, no no one's challenging your love. Now, this is when we get the introduction of the bridesmaid that Joey will be making out with from here on out, Felicity. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not mm-hmm. recognize Felicity, um, but then when I looked her up, I was like, oh, shit, like, she's been in some good stuff. So Felicity was played by Olivia Williams. She starred in the 1996 TV film Emma that was based off of a Jane... Austen novel but Mm. I feel like the thing that I read in her bio where I was like oh shit like that's a big credit she plays Camilla in the crown so it's like well she was like yeah it's like based off of like Princess Diana and like oh I I have that on my list to watch like the other woman that like her husband is in love with and like obsessed with so she's like a very major character no but it makes me okay. think of the sound that they pulled that's, like, all over TikTok, where he's like, Camilla is what I want. That's where my priorities lie. Oh, okay. And she's that Camilla. Okay. 
<laughs> she's she that bitch. bitch. <laughs> I keep thinking you're going to say stuff, um, but you don't. <laughs> we also get this moment where Phoebe calls Emily's mom. <laughs> and this whole she's calling around so she's calling around she's like i'm not here because yeah. i'm pregnant with my brother's babies and she's like "Ooh, am i on the radio <laughs> honestly though that is such a thing where they would like call you and like yeah. say some shit like that back in the day like that made my heart very <laughs> happy she's like i'm bored i'm just gonna cut you off now <laughs> i am obsessed with characters <laughs> that are like <laughs> like women who don't give a fuck and are like total business bitches i i am definitely that's yes. my favorite kind of character trope of all time i think and so i live for this character so much <laughs> yep yes um I now in the meantime rachel is trying to get to london she's trying to get to the airport we were talking last week about like how expensive that would be to fly day of our ticket would be less now than yeah, it was for her, her. Which is crazy to me. I, like, researched it. If you account for inflation, her ticket was, like, four and a half grand. Which is, like, insane. (laughs) Oh, my God. So insane. Maybe they were just trying to, like, over-exaggerate how much it is to fly, like, on the day. So they're like, oh, just make it, like, $2,000 because, like, that's crazy. She has to go back for her passport. It's a whole thing. But, yeah, like... I think, isn't it actually cheaper to fly day of sometimes? Because they're, like, just trying to get rid of the freaking tickets. Honestly, I have no idea. But you mean to tell me that the woman says there's a flight in 30 minutes. She went home, got her passport, went <laughs> back, paid for it, went through security in 30 minutes and made yeah, it on the she flight? she must have gone the next one. The higher price. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, there could have been <laughs> also, a next one. Also, this ticket huh. agent. Okay. I, in my mind, (laughs) this is how, okay, you know how we talk about how you were obsessed with, like, babies and pregnancy and, like, how, what? Were you obsessed with being (laughs) an airport receptionist? When I was growing up, I was obsessed (laughs) with voiceover actors. Like, I, it's still my dream Mm. to be a voice actor. I would, every cartoon I would watch, I would look up the cast and I would look up what they were in. Hmm. And... I don't know why, like, in the deep recesses of my brain, I was, like, the woman who plays Cosmo's mom on The Fairly Odd Parents is in this episode, and I couldn't remember who it was. Stop. And then as soon as she goes to the ticket counter and this woman started talking, and it was, I was, like, I knew her name. That's how in it I am, Katie. Her name is Jane Carr. I just like how she was, like, hello. And then Rachel was, like, Hello. Um, <laughs> it's a great, Very like, a little opening. Voice. I yeah, like that it. that was my, one of my childhood it obsessions. Is. And it paid off today. Now everyone knows that I automatically there you go. know her name. <laughs> I wouldn't say my, I don't even want kids. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I, my obsession with pregnant people, and now I'm like, no babies, birth control. <laughs> That's the same. Every day. <laughs> yummy, yummy. <laughs> Love it. I sound like a pig. <laughs> Oh, a pig for that birth control. <laughs> Just you made yourself laugh on that one. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, why am I on here? Like, like get over <laughs> that yourself. That one kind of sounded Stop like it, a Katie. snarl. That was like Stop Lion it. King. 
I'm going to blame it on my niece and nephews. They got me out here making all <laughs> sorts of crazy noises. It is crazy, like, the things that you do and say to entertain children. <laughs> and, like, in every live photo that we have trying to get them, it, you just hear me fucking, like, screaming <laughs> or doing some shit to get them to smile, and it works. But I, it sounds insane mm-hmm. when you hit the live. You just hear me like... <laughs> It's you so should crazy. work at JCPenney and like be one of those people who takes pictures of like the babies. <laughs> no, because we went oh, really? yesterday and the girl that was working it, I was like, girl, I'm so sorry. Cause like this is rough. Like she had like a tambourine and she was like, look at the hill. <laughs> and she was saying all this stuff and I was like, this seems pretty terrible. And she's like, it has its moments. <laughs> That's such an honest reflection. Uh, I would. Yeah, I, I'd rather pass away than have that one, but I, I'd be good at it, but I, I don't want to do it. It's only fun for my niece and nephew. I think the worst job would be, like, a party performer. Like, party clown, love party that, princess. Because I've been to many of those parties because for some reason in L.A., this is never something that happened when I was growing up, but in L.A., everyone hmm. hires, like, a performer for their child's birthday party. Never went to a single party like that in my life until... I would love to be a Disney princess and show up and talk to This guy showed up once to my cousin's birthday and he was a pirate. And I've never seen a grown man be so disrespected by a a group of like four-year-olds. And I was like, oh no. And he was was doing a fine job. Fuck a pirate. Who cares about him though? But like fucking Rapunzel walks in you're not gonna be mean to Rapunzel you're not gonna be mean to her no one's gonna be mean to the princesses absolutely not I have a friend that does princess parties and she loves it I don't want to do any job where I have to stay in character like for I don't know I don't know maybe I'm talking nonsense (laughs) I'd love it it's not for you. Sign me up. I think. Sign me I up, baby. I think people have more like, respect for. The I would be living out though than for the other performers. <laughs> well, yes, I am, but I- I'm not giving it. The kids, like, imagine you watch all these Disney movies as a kid, and then Ariel yeah. walks in. I would have shit my pants. Like, you mean to tell me that they're not only at Disneyland, and now <laughs> one of them is in my house? Oh, I love it. I think my mom hired Barbie to come out oh my gosh, in, like, 1994 so for one of my sister's birthday parties, and she, like, dressed up as Barbie. I love that. So it was a thing. I just don't think it was, I like... I don't think it was Because I never had, thing, like, though. I... I had my... All my birthday parties at, like, a bowling alley with, like, mm-hmm. an ice cream cake, and then all my friends would come, and we would do that, and then open presents, and then we disperse. There was, like, no... <laughs> I, but I don't... I guess I wouldn't want that? I don't know. But to be an adult and to dress up as a princess and go to mm-hmm. a party to get paid for it sounds like I'm 10 years old. And that sounds fun. Like, to get ready and be a princess? Like, yes, but I, I'm going to smell <laughs> like weed. So that is my issue. As I'm going to be, like, stone Cinderella rolling up, like, yo, 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 kids. So I'm not for the job. But I'd love to do it. Now, after the rehearsal <laughs> dinner, Monica... Con- comforts Chandler about his failed speech. In the meantime, her mom keeps making jabs about how she's like never gonna get married. And then some drunk guy mistakes mm. her for Ross's mother. So now Chandler has to comfort her. 
but it's so sweet when they sit down and they're like talking about how it's rough and like he's like yeah. how are you doing like it's it's a nice sweet moment of like they're mm-hmm. both checking in with each other and then gonna check out <laughs> each other's privates yeah we but, get um, this like a really cute line from chandler where he's like dude he's insane you don't look like you have like a 30 year old son and she's like i'm never gonna get married yeah. and he's like who wouldn't want you <laughs> so cute well, we'll start something. Now, start something morning, new. Ross bursts into Chandler's room. I'm not even going to be a stickler and say that it would be impossible for that to happen unless he had a room key. Um, mm-hmm. But he bursts into Chandler's mm. room. He leaves. And that's when we get the big reveal that Chandler and Monica slept together. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I think this is like pretty common knowledge at this point. Wait. Yeah. Did that happen in this episode? Ross walks in and Chandler well, is under, under the, the covers. covers. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. And I must have looked down <laughs> at my phone. And also in my head, that scene happens in the flashback. Mm. You're positive this happened yeah, in this episode. When she comes you saw up it with your eyes. Like, Did he know I was here? That's That was in yeah. this episode that we watched. I'm a You're a hundred percent positive. <laughs> all right i just want to make sure i must have looked down or something because i really remember that only being in the flashback because then in my head it's only joey coming in and the shower is running and he but then we the would phone. have no reveal that they slept together i know it was this episode because okay. there was like there was an audience reaction obviously they're taping this live the writers had planned for this right. to be like a one night stand thing but because the audience reaction mm-hmm. was so big and, like, the applause went on for so long, the writers mm. were like, oh, shit, maybe the audience likes them together. Maybe we should, like, actually stretch this out and have it be something. Got it. Um, okay, great. We also <laughs> we have this blooper I- from this scene that Courtney Cox recently shared on her Instagram when she was talking about, like, Matthew Perry and how he would always give people, like, lines and, like, funny stuff to say. So we have this blooper of them together that um, has been circulating the internet recently where she's like, all right, it's your turn. And they're, like, getting back under the covers. <laughs> but I lo- this is one of my favorite scenes ever. I'm, I love Chandler and Monica so much. <laughs> I'm so upset that I can't <laughs> place it, it in the episode. Like, am I a part of the show or what? What the fuck? <laughs> I am absolutely baffled. I love that, like, for the rest of the episode, Chandler and Monica are, like, so, like, <laughs> like defensive about one another. He's like, he's like, I don't know where I Monica know, is. I know, they're being so obvious. I wouldn't know where Chandler is. Yeah, I don't like, care about I don't even where he's like at. Chandler. And Joey's like, okay. <laughs> Okay. That's so funny. It's hilarious to me. (laughs) Now, we have to talk about Rachel being on the plane with Dr. House. We gotta talk about this. Just the way that she is slapping (laughs) that magazine because she's so nervous. He's like, let me know if you're gonna do this the whole flight so I can take a set of it or slip you one. Oh, Dr. To house. I he's love so Hugh funny. Laurie. I think he's so funny in this episode. <laughs> he's so good in general. She's she's being the most annoying incredible. person to sit next to. And then he's like <laughs> yeah. eavesdropping as she's drinking her glass of wine. 
telling the whole plane the story of like mm-hmm. why she's going there and he interrupts her and he's like hey you're mm-hmm. terrible this is a horrible idea you should just let him go he's in love with <laughs> emily like why are you doing this i mean somebody yeah. needed to tell her <laughs> phoebe wasn't getting honestly through. she's doing a terrible thing and yet we are just out here rooting for rage i don't understand it i Poor emily <laughs> I think it's so funny, like, his reaction is normal. Like, his reaction is the normal reaction of someone who does not know Rachel. (laughs) Be like, what a freaking bitch. Yes, exactly. But I think because I've always known, (laughs) like, I for some, like, I saw this episode for the first time so long ago that, like, every time I watch it, there's absolutely Mm -hmm. no tension for me as to, like, whether or not she's going to say anything. Right. So, like... I'm just, like, I'm not worrying about it. I'm just sitting back enjoying, like, how funny it is. (laughs) I have no opinion. (laughs) I'm like, this is fun. (laughs) You have to have an opinion. It's our show. Well, obviously, obviously he's right. But I'm just saying, like, it doesn't make me like nor dislike her. For me, I'm not For me, I'm chilling. I just (laughs) came back from the den, baby. For me, though? (laughs) I feel. <laughs> you got the bird laugh. <laughs> now, Curly Pop. That was funny. <laughs> now, Phoebe finally gets a hold of Joey to tell him to stop Rachel. She warns him about all of that. <laughs> then they have this moment where she's like, Tell me about this bridesmaid you've been hanging out with. <laughs> so now Joey's on a mission. He's got to stop her, you know? It's the night of the wedding. The hall looks beautiful. There's candles lit everywhere. They got all the bricks out, you know. The you know what is I'm not feeling zen about are the (laughs) candles. They showed them a few times, like they had really burned down, and those flames were (laughs) super long. And I was like, something's gonna catch on fire. I have no, (laughs) I have no candle anxiety. I'll leave a candle burning. No, I'll put it. Are you kidding? (laughs) I was gonna say my OCD, bro. Sometimes I will leave the house and I know that I have blown it out, and my brain is like, "Turn around, babe. You're gonna kill your entire building." And I'm like, "No, I'm 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 on my way. I'm not turning around. My God, I was when I was a freshman in college. I was living in the dorms." And the mm-hmm. fire alarm would go off oh, so many times because people, like, burnt popcorn and, like, shit like that. And, like, I mm-hmm. guess they were really sensitive. Okay. But, like, it would go off for the entire building. And so we must have evacuated mm. the building because of a fire alarm, like, five times. And... Do you ever just stop well, at that point? Like, thing. meh. I... You can tell me if this makes me a good person in an emergency or a bad person in an emergency. But every time, my roommates would just be, like, pussyfooting around. Like, they would take so long. They'd be, like, gathering up their stuff, putting their shoes on. I I come from the understanding that, like, if the fire alarm goes off, you don't take your shit, you get out of there, you go. Like, you don't take shit with you for the fire. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. would be like, okay, how long do I have to stay back here with these girls? Like, before I can freaking leave. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to burn to death in a fire just because you had to grab your laptop. I, I did leave them. them. 
The f- if y'all are gonna be <laughs> slow, I, I gotta them, go, babe. Second, I'm sorry. Every other time, I would be like, guys, hello, and then I would just leave. And I ditched them mm. so many times, and they would get so annoyed yeah. with me. And I was like, that's not my fucking problem. Like, you guys want to die in a fire? It's like, like, fucking you take on fire. Time. I'm not going out because <laughs> you have like, no. Like, I understand grabbing like a bra, a robe, some shoes, and your phone. You know, like. Get some essentials. Nah, I put, I'd put but my then shoes get on, I'd go. Not grabbing anything. No, because what if it's a fake fire drill and then we're sitting outside for two hours and I don't I don't I mean, have like some, a water or my phone? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it quickly. One time that it was like I walked out and there was actually smoke in the hallways and I was like, oh fuck. But other than that, no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't grab anything. I mean, You're supposed to just go. I mean, just to blindly put so much trust in that 18 and 19 year olds in a building. <laughs> damn, you're really, I'm you're really you risking your them. life with that one. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That's why they need to make the thing so fucking sensitive. They don't want you guys smoking <laughs> pot in their rooms. And if there is a fire, they need y'all to get the fuck out so they don't get sued. Now, at the wedding, I'm obsessed with Monica's mm-hmm. red gown. The bridesmaid gown, so beautiful. Oh, yeah. They're all getting oh, yeah. ready. They all look fantastic. Yeah. Ross is practicing his I do's. Joey's making out with his bridesmaid. And Rachel just walks on past him. Now the dads are Here about to comes. come to blows about the wine cellar. When Ross and Emily have to like split the them way, up. <laughs> the way that Emily's dad is like fake slapping Jack. Yeah. I can't. His name's Jack, right? <laughs> Can't handle it. Too funny. Love it. He's like, <laughs> it's so funny. I it's so love, perfect. I wish we had kind of gotten more of the parents together. Like, I wish it hadn't just been about the Me bill. too. I wish that there had been more disputes between them. Well, now that I understand the bill and I'm not so mad at the joke, mm. I'd love to enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it more. <laughs> now that I'm like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I was more stressed during the episode. I was zen, baby. <laughs> Now, <laughs> oh Ross my and God, are like so no funny. grandchildren if you keep this up. <clears throat> Which is another very funny line to make because that is definitely now, something that the parents care about. Ross turns around, he realizes Emily's there. He's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Let's discuss the wedding look. That fake hair that they the plopped curly, onto the back of that woman's head. What? Do. Whose octopus it's is a, that? Put it back they in the They did her so dirty. I don't know why they did this to her. Because remember the dress that like, mm. she's wearing the same dress that Monica had tried on in the episode. Okay, at least. There was some consistency. There's continuity though. But they put this though. whack-ass like, qu- like junior high choir bolero jacket over it. They. Mm. Oh, we didn't even talk about what they put her in. For the fucking engagement party. Why was she wearing fishnet sleeves? Why did she have <laughs> she on a had all these butterfly from Limited clips. 2? What's going on? I'm sorry, what in the 1990s? Like, she looked like she should be going to the mall with oh some God, friends you know she, she looked was 14. Like? Phoebe. She had, she had the she spiky updo. She, looked like she had Phoebe. the, like, crazy clips. That's yep. something that Phoebe would wear for her rehearsal dinner. We've never seen her in anything like that. She didn't even look yeah. nice. Like she looked, she looked nice. Her outfit though was very like 
Where did yeah, the, you just come from? The actress? The fisherman's wharf? <laughs> wharf? What? What fishnets? Why are you throwing fishnets on your arms for this? The styling? Um, a, a decision. Holy fuck An balls. absolute choice. I... A decision. And literally, when Ross was like, you look beautiful, I was I like, was oh, like really does her. she, babe? He really loves her. He's in it. <laughs> Damn. Okay, great. Oh, He's fully God. in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I think, though? I think that secretly every man does not really like when it's bride time. Because, like, that's not who they fell in love with. Like, yeah, y'all look fucking good, like, but you look like a different version of yourself. So they're like, who the fuck is that? Like, they're, I feel like guys are more about, like, when your makeup is off. Mm-hmm. Like, they like that look. Like, or I hope I'm with know, someone with who nice likes guy, Like, they, they would... <laughs> Right? Like, I, I would get them all the time. Like, you look so much, like, you look great without makeup. Like, you don't, like, I love that. And I feel like a lot of them see us all, like, made up for this wedding. And they're like, Fuck, where is my wife? Whose hair is that? Oh, Whose man, eyelashes are those? I'm going to have <laughs> and it's, long extensions. You either get, like, an incredible makeover or you get the <laughs> Emily makeover. And it's like, you, you don't know what you're going to get. And it's I scary. Really, uh... It's scary. I really would have loved to see, like, the dress itself, would I wear it? No. But it wasn't horrific. But the bolero over no, it, like. it was the dress wasn't the issue. The fucking hair. Even in the same dress, totally fine. I don't know. Yep. Why yep, it was her. just the hair and the, the curls. Didn't yeah, she have, like, a headband and it wasn't on? even, like, the cute kind of bridal. I love a bridal headband. Not that headband. If I was standing up there, I would be like, mm, oh my god, it's giving like Teresa Judice from when she got married. Did you see how big that woman's hair was for this pe- most recent wedding? It was so huge. You could have hid like an, a, a baby in there. Like it was literally like mm-hmm. a huge hive. It just, <laughs> whew, it's, something. it's something. It's something, baby. No, I gotta send, have you, have you seen it? I have to send you a picture of it. It is one of the craziest things that you'll <laughs> I ever wait. see. I love it. I was so high when I was watching it, and I think I made a TikTok where I'm like, I am as high as her hair because <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I was losing my mind wait, 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 for like 30 minutes. Oh my Teresa. God. Teresa, I don't know. Just try. Judice with a G. G U I. She'll come oh, up. Wedding pretty. hair. She's very oh. pretty, but this hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. god i love that i got to hear the reaction oh, okay <laughs> let me tell it you so that was big and ugly i was thinking of some tracy turnblad shit right <laughs> no, but, no, but, this is like some kind of like villain this is like if elsa was evil so the greatest part, that's very, that's a good one. The, the greatest part was that we saw these photos before the episode aired. And then the episode aired and everybody was like, wow, your hair. And then it would cut to the scenes of them just trash talking her hair. And it was awesome. Why? Would you do that? <laughs> Why? I don't 
I don't know. You have to watch the whole scene because she's, she's talking like, with the hair people. Bitter. And she's like, I don't know if this is going to look good. And they're like, it's going to look great. And they put it on her and it's like. Oh, my God. Dun, they dun, 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 dun. It's so great. They, they, oh my it's God. Jersey, baby. <laughs> I love it. It kind of does look Ugh. like. If you chopped off like the bottom part, that is the hair that he- that Emily has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of hair, nothing could prepare you guys for the way that <laughs> Chloe looks right now. She's got her bangs pinned it's up like a in a bang. like it, in a way. You know what it is. You know how when people used to t- bring their bangs and they used to put them back and do the pompadour <laughs> thing, it's like that, but in reverse. Like the the front is is down <laughs> and the middle is up. I, it's something beautiful. I took a couple pictures you? of you earlier. Um, you don't know okay. about them, so uh, maybe I'll post them on like a day. I feel like I'm building or something. No, like here, I'm you sending you a like, picture. Almost like when a greaser <laughs> tries picture. to do I think their I hair. I look like Murr from Impractical Jokers, where he has like that little tiny patch of like like a little square of hair at the front. <laughs> No, no, that's it not like that to me in what the it little looks tiny like. square that I'm seeing of my FaceTime. Well, but that's only because you can't see the full <laughs> oh, wait. if it's just from here. Yeah, but like, the f- <laughs> what the fuck is that? Dude? I look like I should be on Lazy <laughs> look at Town. It. It's got so much volume. <laughs> yes, you do. Or a who? You can be a who in Whoville. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we gotta get to the we gotta get to the meat of the anyway, episode. friends. We have to leave. I oh I'm going out with my mom now. <laughs> Ross and Emily, they're having this like this is their first look. You guys, this is their this is their romantic moment up at the altar. He's like, you look so beautiful. Blah 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 blah. I have to say, I do genuinely believe in these scenes. That he is so in love with her. Yes. Like, there is not a hint do of too. doubt Absolutely. in my eyes. Um, Rachel comes yep. in. She a great sees actor. them together. She's having this, like, moment of realization. Um, and then Emily leaves. Ross is like, oh, my God, Rachel, you're here. And it's this really, like, really beautiful moment where you're like, okay, how the fuck is this going to go? And you can hear her, like, really struggling yeah. in, like, what is she gonna do? And she just says what she's gonna say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to say congratulations. If I was him, I'd be like, okay, drama. Like, <laughs> and then he like he does this weird like he goes under her arms to hug her, <laughs> like he's gonna pick her up, like whoop, gonna scoop you up, my little baby. And it's so interesting. And then, like, their cheeks It's such a nice moment. But, like, you can really hear in her voice, like, the pain and how hard it is for her. And you think, and it's so funny, when I was watching the episode, like, in my head, I'm like, that's it. That's the shocking moment. And I'm sitting there. And then, you know, Joey comes in. He's on the phone with Phoebe. He walks down the aisle. Ross is mad. He's mad. He's like, it's Phoebe. He's like, oh, she looks mad. He gets in line. So then, you know. Also, the way that Emily and her dad <laughs> run down the aisle, like literally, they could have jogged. Oh, wait, can I they say something down, about right? Phoebe on so the phone? So we're standing there. Yes. I feel like. Yes. <laughs> her Emmy winning phone. <laughs> can I just say she deserves an Emmy? No. <laughs> I was literally thinking, like, if this were filmed now, this would be over FaceTime 
And they would put Phoebe on that little, like, iPad robot. Like, do you remember that episode of Modern Family where Phil yes. is just... <laughs> yeah, where Phil yes, is running his <laughs> iPad over FaceTime? <laughs> That's what they would be doing with Phoebe in this scene if it was in 2023. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. So then Ross is up there. They're just having a wedding. Everyone's standing. Everyone's sitting. Something I also observed with everybody sitting watching, does Ross not have a single friend other than his group? They're like, maybe even like Gunther. I don't I know. Just like Gunther more people London from fucking New York. Just like, <laughs> just no, no one. of None of his friends. I don't know a single one of those fucks sitting in the uh, audience. So then... It happens, and he says mm-hmm. Rachel's name, and my hand went right over my mouth, and I went, <gasps> bitch, I have seen this 800 times. Why am I sitting there shocked at 7.30 a.m. this morning? Literally so shocked. Love how they cut to mm-hmm. Rachel. It's just fantastic. Does she say, the next episode. should I go up there? This is like, this is really one of the best cliffhangers <laughs> of all time. Because it just yeah, ends. Says, it just says to be says, continued. They just the left Rachel us. Instead of I take the Emily, the whole audience gets, or everyone gets their reaction. And then the guy is like, should I go Silence, on? though. And then the credits roll. Uh-huh. <laughs> great impression, babe. Great impression, babe. And I'm right there with you. That's I'll, great. Like, this would bug me to no end. If I was watching this in real time, this would stress me out so hard. I would be like, oh I can't believe God. I have to wait three freaking yeah. months. But, but, wouldn't you think back to when they fucked you over with the shaving, putting the aloe on the head? They left with such a cliffhanger on that. Like, oh, is Ross going to go into Bonnie's room or Rachel's room? And they're fucking together. Like, mm, I'd be like, I do love a good cliffhanger. They're so stressful, but I think they really, like, it's what makes a show. Like, that's how I know that it's the end of a season. (laughs) See, I don't remember my first Mm -hmm. time watching Friends. Like, I don't remember, like, my first, you know, go through where Mm -hmm. I was shocked. But I really wish that I could. Because how fun. Can you uh, just imagine watching that for the first time now? Like, that would be (laughs) so fun. I'm so jealous, too. Uh, It makes me so sad that I can't. I absolutely love this episode. I wish we could just Dive right into the next one, because mm-hmm. the next one is fantastic, too. I know. And it's so crazy, because I could literally just start it right now. I have it memorized. I wouldn't need <laughs> to even watch a lick of it. I know every single thing that happens, because I literally love the start of season five. Yeah. And then the one with all the kissing and all of those, like, episodes after. You ate meat! <laughs> you had sex! With the band's ready. Like, I, I love it. do what it's the great. band says. <laughs> the band says. <laughs> I don't care about the stupid band. Now, what were your titles for this episode, Katie? Okay, you see, you made me nervous because I woke up this morning and she was like, I'm so excited for my title. So then I got title shy because I was like, nothing I can think of is okay. good enough. So I only have two. Okay. And I think you're going to like the first one. The first one is the one where Monica and Chandler. Oh my god, I did the exact same one! I love it! That's a great one. I love that for us. 
The second one I have is the one where Rachel tries to stop the wedding, but like, I don't know because she doesn't actually try, so I could have, I could have chewed with that one for a little bit longer and that's it. So Um, tell me what your amazing ones are. Well, I have the same one that you did and then I have the one at the altar. Okay. Thanks. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Um, the one with the wedding I love this. Let's go. Let's go. Rachel. Who crashes the wedding? <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, the I was one like, with the rehearsal feed? dinner. Oh, my cat's food is coming out. I'm sorry if you can hear it. <laughs> Feeding time. Um, the one with Rachel in London and the one with the I do's. And I also would like to add the one where Ross says dot, 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 because they love their dot, dot, dot. <laughs> they really do love their ellipses they, they really they be yeah, using them that's I, an ellipses right if it wasn't gonna so ruin smart, the whole babe. episode then i would say the words. one where ross says rachel but that would literally destroy the entire cliffhanger <laughs> it would it would babe i also thought of that and then i was like that would be dumb don't write that down katie don't do it uh, <laughs> so i really feel you, it katie. <laughs> You can find me everywhere at <laughs> Little Baby Kate. Where can oh, everybody you can't find, find me? Oh, you. <laughs> Why are we rolling on TikTok and Instagram? And Cuckoo for Clo Clo Pups. And if you liked today's episode, go ahead and leave us a review. Leave us a five star rating. Go ahead and share Do They it. Were on a Break podcast with all Do of it. your friends who also love friends. Next week is the Friendlies. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yes, yes, yes. That's our Christmas gift How to exciting. you. How exciting. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and then we get to go into the new we year with season five. I mean, this is just fantastic. It's incredible, Everything babe. Is it really is so well good. For us, Ugh, you we're know? blessed. It's Jesus's <laughs> birthday and the- we can feel it. Is that what we celebrate yeah. right on Celebrations in the air. <laughs> cool. For whatever you, whatever you guys want to celebrate. in the air. <laughs> I just, every holiday I try to remember, I'm like, what's Jesus doing? Did Is he, he rising? <laughs> Is it his birthday? Did he die? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Jesus. And I'm like, I don't remember which one it is. But (laughs) Merry Jesus. All right, guys. (laughs) Bye. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.